You're listening to episode 228 of the Master Your Mind, Business, and Life podcast. I love stories of personal evolution, courage, and entrepreneurship. Today's guest went from having a nearly 20-year experience as a family doctor to then moving into wellness coaching. She now helps women who are passionate about health and wellness become successful wellness coaches and build thriving, freedom-based businesses that make a true impact in the world. Today's guest is Dr. Kim Foster. Kim is also the founder of Wellness Coach Academy, where she provides six-month-long certification program for women who would love to pursue health and wellness coaching as a career even with no prior experience. Kim has been featured on multiple TV, radio, and print media outlets, and is also the host of the podcast, Marketing and Mindset for Wellness Coaches. This episode is brought to you by Spiritually Seeking. When you go to spiritually-seeking.com and enter the promo code PODCAST at checkout, you can save 20% on numerology reports, affirmation cards, and life guidance sessions. All you've got to do is go to spiritually-seeking.com and then enter the promo code PODCAST at checkout. All right, are you ready to learn why this week's guest thinks that wellness coaching is the answer to our healthcare crisis? You know what to do. Tune in, turn it up, let's go. You're listening to Master Your Mind, Business and Life. Conversations with everyday world shifters, truth seekers, and rule breakers. Here's your host, Lauren Smith. Hey Kim, welcome to the show. Thank you so much for joining me today. Thank you so much, Lauren, for having me. I'm really excited to talk to you. You have quite the interesting background and journey. So will you just tell us a little bit more about how and why you decided to pivot from being a family doctor to leaning into business coaching for health and wellness coaches? Yeah, thank you. That's a great question. It is it is a bit of a story, a bit yeah. of a journey for <laughs> sure. Yeah. So, I mean, as you mentioned, so I'm an MD um, turned wellness coach and, and I am, as you mentioned, also a business mentor for health and wellness coaches. Um, and I'm the founder of the Wellness Coach Academy. But basically, you know, my journey was, it began after experiencing all of the frustrations um, and the limitations of the conventional healthcare system for many years as a family doctor. Um, and I then, you know, I discovered this amazing world of health and wellness coaching, and it really felt like this missing piece of the puzzle that I had been searching for um, for so long inside of conventional medicine. But, um, you know, when I discovered that it, it just changed everything. And so, um, I pivoted to coaching and I was kind of like in absorb mode. I was learning everything that I could, uh, not just about coaching, but also about business and marketing and entrepreneurship and really discovered that I absolutely loved that, um, part of the, you know, universe that I had never, you know, it just hadn't, of course, it had not been part of my um, education up until that point, but I just absolutely loved it. And so, you know, after building a successful career for myself as a coach, I then pivoted again. And, and now I help other women to become wellness coaches through my training program. And I also help them to build and grow their businesses through my business mentorship program, because basically I'm now on a mission <laughs> to do whatever I can um, 
to help other women pursue an amazing career where they have that freedom and fulfillment and they're making the world a healthier place, which means that I am helping to make the world a much healthier place in this way too. Ooh, I love it. And I feel like there's so much to unpack, but I got to start with this one question. Where was the, or what I should say was lacking when you were a family doctor? Like what were you not getting from that career that you found within the health and wellness coaching? Yeah. Well, I mean, a, a quite a number of things really. I mean, for, for me personally, it was, it was very frustrating. It is, um, I mean, we all know the way that our healthcare system is set up. It's absolutely a sick care model. That is, uh, I'm not the first to make that observation. Mm-hmm. Um, so people would only ever come to see me um, after they were feeling unwell, after they were sick. And um, th- that wasn't when I wanted, to, that wasn't when I started to believe, you know, I, I recognized that I could have had a much bigger impact if I had been involved at an earlier stage, right? Oh, Yeah you know, but it's just not how things are set up. It's not how our healthcare system set, is set up. But then also, you know, once people did come to see me, you know, I am very limited by what I'm, um, you know, the structures, the way that the health, the way that healthcare is delivered and especially time, like t- very time bound. You know, I would have a full waiting room of like 30 people who were coming after this person. And so, as much as I, you know, would have wanted to spend a whole bunch of time helping them, it really, I was limited. And so mm-hmm. it's very, very unsatisfying. And then of course I could see how unsatisfying that was for my patients, right? Like they were just not getting what they needed to get. And um, it was just, just incredibly frustrating because there were so many other ways that I could have helped people, but I just was limited in this, um, you know, container that I had put myself into. Yeah. I think that's so fascinating that you were able to see this cycle, but also you had the courage to step outside of it. Cause I'm sure so many people are like, girl, you went to med school. What are you (laughs) doing? You know, like, was that the perception of many people when you kind of pivoted into this? Oh my God. A hundred percent. And, and yeah, you're right. Like the courage, because it, it isn't easy like to go so against the grain in that way. Um, and of course, I, I had my moments of self-doubt for sure, too, um, because absolutely everybody, family, friends, colleagues, like anybody who, you know, I encountered basically was like, why would you, you know, quote unquote, throw all of that education away? And, um, you know, those, those kinds of ideas, like what, why are you changing? Like you, everything is good. And, and it's true, like on paper, you know, it seemed like everything was great. I had totally achieved what many people, you know, I know how hard it is to get into med school. It's just, so it's, it's, it's not an easy thing to walk away from that. And it took a lot of internal um, self-reflection to figure out that it just was not, I mean, I could maybe try to change the healthcare system. I think that that, you know, but that, that's a tough, that's that's ambitious. A tough road <laughs> to go down. And I thought, you know, I, I have a limited lifetime and I didn't get this education to limit my options. I got this education to give me a life that I thought that I wanted. That life has turned out to not exactly be what I envisioned. So therefore I'm going to go and look for something else that is going to fulfill me and make the difference that I'm looking to make. Ooh, yeah, because that's so true. And I hadn't really thought of healthcare in that way as more of the patient side, right? Like we walk into a doctor's office. 
I'm that person that typically only goes when I'm sick. I mean, my kids go for their yearly wellness, right? But most mm-hmm. of the time I just felt like that's that 15 minute, like check, check, check. Oh, you're, you're good. Okay. Bye. And then it is, it's like, you go in for your, your appointment when you are sick and you don't really spend the time with your doctor. It's not like they don't know you. And it's the same with a dentist, right? Like if you were to go to your every six months, they would find a cavity sooner than if you were to go in when your tooth had fallen out. Like, like we yes. could have helped you had <laughs> you had come in, but you know, for people, there's a whole bunch of different reasons, but for you to kind of notice that cycle and then want to shift outside of it is so huge. And I think it empowers a lot of people. And it also, I think, kind of pushes us into this whole past year. We've had a whirlwind of a year. And I noticed personally that throughout this pandemic, with all the advertisements for masks and social distancing, there wasn't a lot of narrative from the media about how to actually get healthy how to make healthy choices or how to get vitamin D, right? So like we're getting all this information and I actually saw it online from health coaches that they should, you know, like pay attention to your lifestyle. Are you getting this? Are you getting that? So where do you think that health coaching kind of comes in, in terms of the answers to our healthcare crisis? Yeah. Oh, that's a great question. And you're right. I mean, the pandemic has just, I mean, it's just accelerated and really brought to light so many issues in this just like crucible kind of way. But, um, but in general, I mean, all of those issues actually were of course existing before the pandemic happened, but I mean, in a nutshell, like we all know, the state of our health as a population, right? Like rates of chronic disease, they are only going up um, in spite of all of these, you know, amazing advances that we have in spite of all of the money that is being spent in healthcare. So clearly to me, more research, more advances, more dollars spent on healthcare, that is not the answer, right? Because if it were, then we'd be in much better shape than we actually are. So I actually happen to believe that we don't need more doctors. And I can say this as being somebody who was on the other side of this, right? (laughs) (laughs) I mean, what I propose is that we actually need more health and wellness coaches, not to do the job that doctors do, but to do the job that doctors can't do, right? So like, If you have appendicitis, you need a surgeon to do an appendectomy and take that appendix out, right? Um, And you need a doctor to diagnose like acute conditions like pneumonia or syphilis or breast cancer or diabetes, you know, that kind of stuff, right? To make the diagnosis, but to make the lifestyle and behavior changes to prevent illness and chronic disease, that is actually what we need coaches for. Because the truth is that like telling patients what to do just like prescribing it um, instead of engaging people in decisions about their health and their behaviors and their lifestyle, like just telling people what to do, it doesn't work. That is not sufficient, but that is all that physicians are set up to do, right? Like as a doctor, you've got 10 or 15 minutes and I can certainly come up with a plan. Like, you know, that's what I would do and tell people what to do, but how does that person actually put that plan into practice. And that is exactly where 
a health and wellness coach comes in because a health coach, you know, understands like that behavior change, which is a huge component of chronic disease prevention, management, all that stuff. And really a coach's their skill set is in the art of how to help somebody make those changes in their own lives, like actually implement the stuff that we all kind of know that we're supposed to be doing and that your doctor can tell you to do. Um, but, but how to actually put that into practice because it's not an easy thing. Um, and so that's where coaching comes in. in okay. my view. Yeah, this is so cool. And I think that is such a, a unique and also forward thinking mindset that we critically need because even when you're talking to children, a lot of times it's, it's, I see it in my kids, right? Like they're learning like the nutrition table and they come home and like, they knew, know certain things, but I also tried to like teach them like to be in tune with their body too, as well. And like, when we notice that something's not working, we have to make a shift. And I think that's big too, with a doctor, right? Like if you're saying, you can go in and you could give a patient a plan like, hey, your blood pressure is high. You need to do A, B, C, and D like ASAP. But the person goes home and their lifestyle isn't set up to do A, B, C, and D. Or maybe they're only struggling with point C and they don't know how to make it work. It's like the doctor doesn't have that time to sit mm -hmm. with you and say, okay, so how are you struggling? Why are you struggling? Is there another way that we can kind of go about this and just see how it makes sense in your life? Because sometimes when we're in our life, it's like that fog is there, right? Like we're not seeing it as clear as someone else, like a coach with the knowledge could kind of come in and see. Yes, that's, that's exactly it. That's exactly the thing. And so doctors just, I mean, are not set up and many of them don't, let's face it, have the like skill set, the knowledge, the interest in doing it. Some do, but even the ones who do just, it's just not the relationship. You're all, at best, what are you going to see the like every few months for 15 minutes right. at a time? Like that's just not sufficient to actually make a major change in your lifestyle. But that is exactly the role of a coach. And that's why people, I mean, you, a coach can change somebody's life because they are working with them closely and helping them to overcome the obstacles and troubleshoot problems and deal with logistic challenges, like all of that stuff on a daily, weekly basis. Mm -hmm. So when it comes to being a health coach, what does coaching actually look like for the person who is a health coach? So what is their like day-to-day -day in coaching kind of look like? Yeah, that's a great question. Well, I mean, it, it really, I mean, the beautiful thing about um, health and wellness coaching is that you actually get to make it your own. You can truly design your own career and your lifestyle based on, you know, your desires and your preferences. And in fact, that is actually another reason why I um, evolved into coaching out of medicine, because for me, it was, you know, I have two kids too. And I, like, I, it was, I had different priorities than I did when I was in med school and I wanted to have a better balance and be there for my kids and, you know, just have, own my day. I always think of it right. as I want to own my day. Um, so yeah, I mean, there are a lot of different, um, there's a lot of different pathways and options that a health coach can take, but if we are talking about that 
entrepreneurial pathway. And that's what most of my clients and students are seeking. And I personally think it's the best way, although I do recognize that it's not for everybody. But, you know, if we're talking about that, then what is possible is that you can truly achieve a freedom-based lifestyle for yourself where you are, like I say, owning your own day and you get to work where you want, when you want, doing the work that you really want to do and working with clients that you love working with. Mm. And that's so liberating. Oh my goodness. It's like such a liberating feeling to, and I like how you put that to own your day. Like, what do you want to do today? Own it. <laughs> you know, like, and that's the cool thing too, is because you also get to drop those limitations that other people have put on to you of like you have to do this today because you're that's part of the lifestyle of being able to design it how you want. Mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly. I mean, so many of my clients and students came to me because they were stuck in a day job that they they hated or were feeling totally stifled by and they needed to get out and they wanted, you know, felt called to make a greater impact and work in a field that they felt passionate about. So, I mean, and that's what you get, but also have your freedom, right? Like you set your hours, like I said, you can go to a yoga class in the middle of the day if you feel like it. Um, And that empowers you to practice better self-care, like walking the walk, right? Um, And your schedule gets to reflect your true priorities. Pick up your kids from school every day. Like that's what I get to do. It's so awesome. And I mean, I have tons of examples of, of other, you know, clients and students of mine who have just shifted things so that they really designed their life so that they, <clears throat> excuse me, I'm battling a bit of a virus from last week. Oh, no. <laughs> so hopefully my voice holds up. No worries. Yeah, no, I like that design your life. And sometimes too, just having the power to you design it one way and then you're like, okay, that's not working or Hey, something's different with the kids now. And I need to shift my schedule. I noticed even just with the podcast that I was getting a little burnout having conversations every single week, which was kind of weird to me because I get fueled by these conversations, right? Mm. I'm like, Hmm. And she's like a little bit of an oxymoron here. I love having these conversations conversations, but I'm feeling the grunt of it. So I took, I was like, well, who says I have to have a conversation every week? Right. Like no one wrote that rule for me. (laughs) Like that's a rule I was putting on myself. So I decided to set my calendar that it's open every other week to give myself the flexibility and also to just take that weight off. So I think sometimes when we step into entrepreneur life, you're still in this like nine to five, like mindset, like I have to do it this way. Every day has to be so productive. Right. And it's like, no, sometimes life changes and you just have that ability to kind of flow or see what works for you individually and then create your schedule around that. Yeah, exactly. And um, yeah, the ability to be flexible like that and to to make changes that are in response to what you need, what you're in different seasons of your life too, yeah. right? But, but you don't need to submit that request to approval yes. <laughs> or fill out a form to, to get that request approved, right? Yeah. So. And you don't have to worry about if someone else is taking vacation the same week that you're taking vacation and have yeah. to <laughs> kind of fight for it because you get to plan it whenever you want. And if you feel that burnout coming, you can just be like, okay, guys, I need to take a vacation today. (laughs) Yes, exactly. It's going to happen. When we're talking about health coaches, are your clients and students, do they typically come from a background with an experience in the wellness space of sorts? Or are they just coming from all walks of life? 
No, they're coming from all walks. I mean, for sure, some are, <clears throat> you know, uh, refugees from healthcare <laughs> yeah. um, and looking for a better way, a different way. So nurses and dietitians and um, counselors and therapists and physicians and, you know, all sorts. But many of my um, clients and students and the people that I work with are coming from a totally different career. Like they're coming from the corporate world, um, for example, or like any other walk of life um, because a lot of a lot of people you know have this personal I do find it's a common story to have had a personal passion for health and wellness you know maybe you went through your own health journey and you healed yourself and re really discovered um, how fascinating and how strongly you feel about health and wellness and nutrition and all of those things. Um, but that's not the career pathway that you, you happened to take when you were choosing your career at a much earlier stage in life. Um, and so that's another thing that I love about health and wellness coaching is that you can actually come to it from whatever your background. Um, there's, there's, it's never too late and there's always options. Um, I have people who have, this has been their second or third career even um, because now they're at a point where they're really following their true passions. Oh, I love that. What do you think are the good general qualities that someone who I, I should possess to be a health coach? Is there anything common that you find that people hold? Yeah, I mean, the, the basic building blocks of a really good coach are like, first of all, that interest and passion in helping people like that is kind of the beginning point. Um, you know, you want, ideally, you're feeling called to actually make a difference in people's lives. Mm -hmm. um, from there, I would say, curiosity, like an open mind and that growth mindset, those are really important. Um, all of the students in my program describe themselves as lifelong learners, and that's not a coincidence, of course. Yeah. Yeah. Um, listening skills are really important, obviously, since that's a key skill for a coach, although that is a skill that you can hone through training and practice. Um, and also being willing to push yourself out of your comfort zone, like learning something new and adopting a new identity for yourself in particular, these things, like that's going to require you to get uncomfortable to a certain degree. Um, but it's so good if you can do that, right? Like everything that you want is on the outside of your comfort zone. Yeah. How do you, how do you suggest that people kind of push through their, push past that comfort zone? You know, like we have this tendency to get stuck in it, get get comfortable in it, right? Like that's really what it is. Like we're just comfortable in our routine. It can be a little bit scary to make that shift into a new career. How do we do that? Yeah. Well, it always starts um, for me with really tuning into what are you telling yourself? Like, what are the stories that you're telling yourself about why you need to stay um, in this nice, comfy, cozy, safe place, right? So, um, and what are what are the fears? Because it's different for everybody. Like, everybody has got different stories, different background, you know, different things that they have absorbed and internalized over their lifetime that makes them believe that it's not safe um, to step outside and color outside the lines, right? Um, but it's different for everybody. So it really starts with tuning into what are you telling yourself about why you need to stay in this safe space and why, um, you know, what are your own particular fears about um changing things up. And once you understand what you, what your belief system actually is, then you can start to work to confront those beliefs, replace them with something more empowering, you know, whatever needs to happen. 
Oh yeah. That mindset. Ooh, that mindset is a tricky one. And do you find, is that kind of where you start within your program is really identifying the mindset and beliefs? That is like infused throughout pretty much everything. Everything. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Cause it, it always comes back to it. Right. Yeah, it does. And it doesn't even matter. Like it, it's, it comes up at the beginning. It comes up as you're on the journey. It comes up when you're ready to hit a new level with your business or, you know, um, if you're ready to make the leap from full-time work to, um, you know, full-time entrepreneur, it comes up then. Like there's just so many um, inflection points for a person to like hit, come up against their upper limits. Right. Yeah, absolutely. Tell us a little bit more about the Wellness Coach Academy and what someone could expect if they were to sign up for it. Mm, great question. Yeah, so the Wellness Coach Academy is my, um, it's a six-month comprehensive training program um, and certification program to become a wellness coach. And as we talked about, you know, I don't require that you have had a healthcare or wellness background. I mean, many of my students come from healthcare, but more come from outside of healthcare. So you don't, there's no prerequisites about that. Um, but it's a, it's a six month training program and specifically it's designed to train you to become a masterful coach who specializes in women's wellness. That is my area of expertise. That is what all of my students and clients really feel called to do is to, um, coach women to become, um, you know, to have a holistic wellness. And the program centers around three pillars of uh, training. So there's wellness expertise. That's pillar one. Pillar two is coaching skills because it's no good just having a bunch of nutrition knowledge, but not actually knowing how to coach your clients. Yeah, that's huge. Yeah. Um, and then the third pillar is business training because that is the, uh, like if you, it's like a three-legged stool, right? If you don't have the business training, then you can have, you can be the most amazing coach in the world, all kinds of, you know, expertise and ways that you can help people transform their lives. But if you don't know how to actually build a business and connect with the clients who need you, then it's, it's not going to work either. You're not going to be able to help anybody. So yeah. So those are the three core elements of my training program. Whoa, you get a ton in the academy because what you're essentially handing someone is a new business. <laughs> like yes, yes. Step into it. I've got it all for you right here on the platter. <laughs> yeah, exactly. That's exactly how I wanted it to um, feel and what I wanted it to be like, because what, it's a hard enough thing, like to take that leap of faith and to pursue a new career. Um, and so why make it harder by having to like piece it all together from different sources? Um, you know, cause I, I, I just thought I'm going to just include everything that a person would need to completely transform and step into a whole new career. That's so beautiful too, because if you even think of someone's coming from, let's say they were a yoga instructor and now they want to be a coach they may have never even thought or even ran a business or know what goes into a business or know anything about marketing, you know? So they may have a better understanding of the wellness and Hey, they may even know some basics of coaching, but maybe the whole business part is like completely new to them. So just bundling all three of that together, that is a killer offer. What an awesome <laughs> Academy. Seriously. I just don't feel like you, you see that whole package in one. 
Thank you. Yeah, I well, and to be honest, like that is one of the things because I am well aware of many of the other, you know, coach training programs because my clients have all come, you know, previously they all came from other programs. And so I'm intimately familiar with what was lacking. You know, I hear it time and time again that they, you know, people just either didn't really feel that they had the coaching skills. Like they were like, I don't even know how to run a coaching session. I don't know what I'm supposed to do with my clients. Like I can tell them what to eat and not to eat, but it's gotta be more than that. Right. And it is for sure. Um, and then I certainly heard a lot of concerns about being sort of sent out into the world to go and like get clients, but not really having any idea how to make that happen. Mm. So, um, you know, so that of course was one of my big drivers behind um, like you say, bundling all of those things together. Yeah. And I'm sure that you were also just able to take your own experience of shifting, like, okay, what was the biggest pain points for me? What could I have done differently? And how can I make this easier for the next round of coaches coming up? Yes, exactly. Yeah. I mean, I sort I pulled all of my, you know, my, my years of experience in healthcare and also transitioning into coaching and working with people, you know, and, and then all of my experience with my clients, um, helping them to build their business through business mentorship. And yeah, just pulled all of that stuff into the program. Oh, I love it. And I know our audience is going to want, want to learn more about this and also learn more about you. Where can they go to connect with you further and to learn about the Academy? Yeah. So the best place, I mean, if you are interested in checking out my wellness coach Academy and see, you know, if it is a good fit for you, if it's what you would be looking for, um, is to check it out at wellnesscoachacademy.com. Um, and it's got all the details there. Um, and we are enrolling now for the May and September classes. And I do limit the size of the program because that's another thing that was important to me. I didn't want to create one of these giant um, anonymous types of programs. So mine is more of a high touch, intimate, like boutique style program. Um, yeah. So um, so that, so yeah, check it out at wellnesscoachacademy.com. Um, but the other place that people can go to connect with me is inside my free Facebook community that's called Health Coach Squad. And this is just like, it's a super supportive community of women who all share a passion for health and wellness and are working toward building a successful and meaningful business in coaching. And I share resources in there and, you know, I'm connecting with members and is a really great place to interact with me and my team and learn more about what we're doing. Plus get support from other like-minded women, which I find is just so important on this journey. It is. And I'll be sure to link that in the episode notes so that our audience can go find your group and also learn more about the Academy. Awesome. Thank you so much, Lauren. Well, Kim, you are a ray of light. I truly love the work that you're doing in the world and helping us move towards wellness. Thank you so much for joining me today. Thank you so much for having me, Lauren. It was a real pleasure. I love how Kim is helping others lean into wellness and harness the power of creating their own day and destiny. I've linked Kim's website, Facebook group, and social channels on this week's episode notes found on mindbizlife.com. And while you're getting social, be sure we're connected. I'm on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter, all at MindBizLife. If you enjoyed today's episode, share it with a friend, and be sure to give the podcast a five-star rating and review on Apple Podcasts or wherever it is that you tune in and turn it up. I'll see you back here on Friday for another episode of Fuel Your Life Friday. But until then, remember, every level of life is an opportunity to grow. Be well, my friend.